What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm. We're chilling here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. We're also here on iTunes and Spotify. Whatever you need, Adam and I, we got you covered here. So, what's up, Ronis? Uh, dude, sick weekend of baseball. Like, ridiculously sick week of baseball. Weekend. Oh, no doubt about it. I think a lot of it was highlighted by Padres Dodgers that yep. was obviously getting a lot of it. What? I said, yup. Yeah, no, it's getting a lot of attention. It was the national game, something on ESPN, Saturday, MLB Network, even Thursday and Friday. So I pretty much watched almost every game of that series. And, you know, it was just great. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr., obviously, people were concerned about him. Like, should you trade him? What's going to happen? I'm not going to lie. I was concerned. I have him in only one league, and it's in Tout Wars. I didn't look to shop him. No one sent me a trade offer. I'm like, because we talked about it last week. I really, especially early, they don't really trade much. So I said, I'm just going to have to suck it up. Hopefully he's fine. And he got off to the slow start. He was like one for 18 at one point. And then he just went ham against the Dodgers. Five home runs in the last three days. <laughs> and, you know, the celebrations, the one-eye close. And Trevor Bauer spoke about it afterwards and said, hey, cool. You know, it's hard to hit home run. Have fun celebrating. And I know a lot of people don't like Trevor Bauer, but... I like those comments. And he said, you know, we don't have to hit guys because they had a home run, you know, and it works both ways. So, you know, Eric Cosmer hit a line drive right over his head. They were joking around about it. That's how it should be, man. We want these guys to have fun. Tatis brings a lot of energy. And then the Padres being down 7-1. I almost switched off the game myself. I actually switched over to basketball. I think it was the Kings and Warriors. And then I'm like, ah, this game means shit. I know Steph Curry's in there and everything. Uh, I was like, all right, let me put back the baseball. And I saw the Padres chip it away, and uh, it was a great comeback. So, yeah, it was a great weekend. You know, DeGrom had the phenomenal pitching performance. So, yeah, I mean, baseball has been really good, I think, to start so far. I mean, I, I don't even know where to dissect it. I just talked about a lot of this at the uh, on the Fantasy Alarm show. Um, so I might forget what I said, what I didn't say. But, I mean, yeah, all right. So t- Friday night was DeGrom, right? I mean, that was – it was an insane performance. It really was. And, you know, I even wrote up the uh, the 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 prop bet. I was like, ah, you know, because I got it at like 10 and a half on the strikeouts on uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook. And I said, take the under. I mean, you know, it was just 14 strikeouts in each of his last two. And, you know, you know, there's there's definitely there's always going to be some normalization of stuff like that. So DeGrom comes out and he's like, screw you all. Uh, I'm the man. <laughs> And he, and he fans 15 in that one. That was beautiful. Dodgers Padres throughout the weekend was, was absolutely spectacular. I do agree with you. What Trevor Bauer said afterwards, even, even Trevor Bauer, you know, when he, he kind of drew that line in the sand um, when he did that, uh, when he did that video, cause he broke down the celebrations and he was like, he's like, I love it. I think it's great. Am I going to hit this dude in the ribs? No. Um, I, you know, I, he did the one eye thing. You know, but then he was like, he was like, but he did it in his dugout. He didn't stare me down. He didn't show up the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the dugout. He didn't look into the Dodgers dugout when he did it. He just did it with the, you know, his teammates and they celebrated together. He's like, that's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, kind of a thing. Um, but then he did say, he said, you know, listen, if you're going to celebrate, that's great, but no peeking at, at, at the signs. And, and, you know, we saw, the video that was broken down where Tatis, you know, looked back so that he could see the positioning of where Will Smith, the catcher, was to see if this pitch was going inside or outside. 
Uh, and then, you know, when he saw that it was going outside and leaned into it and boom, boom. But I mean, Bauer did say he's like, you know, listen, I'm not going to be pissed about that. But, you know, don't don't, you know, celebrate and do my shtick, you know, to make fun of me. If you're, you know, if, if, if you're peeking at the signs, basically. And, and listen, I'm, I'm fine with him saying that. But I think, you know, most of all, what we saw with with these guys, with DeGrom and, and Bauer and like you said, Bauer and Hosmer, this is what brings baseball to the kids now. Like kids are all about video games and smack talk during video games, right? Like they just sit there and they like, you know, the, whether it's Fortnite or, or, or MLB The Show or, um, you know, Call of Duty, they're, they're screaming in each other's headsets. They're talking shit at each other on a regular basis. So to see like Bauer and Tatis kind of engaging in that on social media, you know, and doing the video. Um, I think that's the uh, that's the trail, you know, in, in in the late 90s, it was let's get two roided up freaks in a home run hitting contest. And that'll bring the fans back. I think I think the smack talk aspect of it here, as long as nobody's a dick and puts a 98 mile an hour fastball into somebody's, you know, head. You know, I think that's what brings baseball back to the uh, to the kids now. Yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction. You know, you want to see the excitement, the celebrations. Again, as long as you're not showing up the other team. And it was a fun series, and Tatis brings that energy, that passion. That's why you want to see him stay healthy. I mean, maybe if you're a Dodgers fan, you don't. But I think everyone else across baseball wants to see this guy stay healthy. And, man, as as someone that has Tatis, it's crazy because you went from, oh, man, this guy could have season-ending surgery. This is not good to – Oh, wow. OK. Uh, even stole a couple bases. You know, it was like a <laughs> hell of a weekend. I, I mean, it's not him alone, but I, I moved into first place uh, in town. I think I, I attribute it to him. You know, give me five home runs and a couple steals over three days. Um, you know, obviously you need an entire team. It's not one player. But, you know, if I didn't have him this week, I probably wouldn't be in that spot. So just having him back, especially when you draft him so early, uh, is just huge. So uh, I'm just hoping that he can stay healthy. I don't think we're in the clear yet because, again, we've seen this situation happen a couple of times, but uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was definitely nerve wracking. You know, you could we when we first discussed it Could hear you were uh, you were definitely bummed. So seeing what we see right now, great stuff there. Um, all right. So we go from DeGrom to, to this amazing series, to the smack talking videos and, and, and all the other fun stuff there. To something I never thought that that we would see, and it was uh, well, I'm not this year, at least from this guy, um, and that's Madison Bumgarner throws uh, a complete game no hitter of the seven inning double play, uh, seven inning double header uh, between Arizona and Atlanta. So now the question is: is does this no hitter count? According to Adam Ronis, we'll tell you right after we say hi to our sponsor. Friends over at Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site, y'all need to be playing on. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. 
Uh, MonkeyNightFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play Play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. You like that tease, Adam? This is like pro tease right there. We're going to get Adam Rodas's response right after these messages. So what side of the argument are you on, Adam? Is this a no-hitter or is this not a no-hitter? I really don't have a strong opinion on it. I think people wasted a lot of time and energy on it, but <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't matter unless you're like in a points league or playing on a DFS site. And I don't even know what they did. Um, if they rewarded the no hitter or not, I guess they didn't. Right. Technically. No, no, no. I think DraftKings did. Okay. I think some points leagues, a couple people responded to me because I had asked about it. I think some of them did it. Um, I mean, look, it's a seven inning game. And he got every batter he was supposed to finish the game and didn't allow a hit. So I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, baseball decided to play these seven inning games, right? I mean, if you hit a home run, it counts. If you get a win, it counts, right? So I'd say yes. And I'm with you 100%. I say yes also. I, I've heard people sit there and, and argue against it. No, blah, 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 blah. My feeling about it is, because I actually do have a strong feeling about it. I think people who are trying to take away the whole no-hitter thing um, are just a bunch of crybabies who lost in their points league because somebody got credit for a no hitter or lost in their points league because they didn't get credit for the no hitter and they're fighting with their commissioner about it or whatever. Um, my feeling about it is this, all right? This is the rule of major league baseball. Double headers are seven inning games. That's it. Bottom line, that's in the rules. That's what you have to adhere to. You cannot sit there uh, and, and you know, and, and try and like finagle, you know, away from it. This is the rule. According to Major League Baseball, any doubleheader will be seven innings for the game. No more than that. That's not Mad Bum's fault. He's throwing the no hitter. He's not. I'm sure if you asked him to go out for two innings, I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, sure, dude. No problem. But this is what Major League Baseball did. And, you know, if you look back in, in, in time, I'm sorry that this is a new thing for you to have to deal with people. But you know what? I mean, are you going to say that, you know, if you're coming out of the dead ball era and all of a sudden the uh, you know, you're, you're like, oh, well, uh, he threw a no hitter in the uh, in the dead ball era. That doesn't mean shit. How about a guy who throws no hitter in the steroid era? That's a big deal. You know, and it's like we have different eras. We have different time periods in baseball. The mound is raised. The mound is lower. The mound is pushed back. Uh, you know, like everything that, that we go through with the evolution of the game of baseball. I mean, that's just that's that's the way it is. And so you have to adjust with the times and just adjust with the scoring. And if, if MLB says that 
that double headers are only seven innings and that's the rule and that's it. That's the game. Well, then that's it. And, you know, there's no reason to take away Mad Bum's no hitter uh, because it was uh, it was in a double header. I mean, I just I just, you know, I, I don't see the gripe, you know, is a is a is a is a guy who like, you know, was pitching in 1910 uh, and he threw a, a 15 inning no, no. Right. Is that better? Is that more valuable than a than than a guy today who throws a nine inning no hitter? I don't think so. It's different type of players, different different era, different time period. So I think everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, hopefully it's done with now. And you know, Madison Bumgarner was interviewed after the game, and he's like, "I want to thank the Shadows in Atlanta." And Rob Manfred for seven inning games. <laughs> and they walked away. That was perfect. <laughs> it was definitely. It really was. And you know what? That's a, it's a nice little back to back outings for Mad Bum now, like decent outings there. Or did he have a shit outing in between two good outings? He had a few bad outings. He got lit up earlier, like the first game of the year. I think he's, let me see. I thought he's only had. Four yeah. starts, three starts, five, three really bad ones to start. And then before this one against Washington, five innings, two hits, one run, a walk, five K. So, yeah, there you go. Atlanta, though, could not. They got shut out in the doubleheader yesterday. And of course, today, the recipe, Zach Davies, as they uh, score four runs early. But uh, actually, now they got five. They've already ran the second, third inning. They have five. Uh, they're up five, four. Chris Bryant hit a grand slam. It was four nothing. So, uh we knew it. Like a lot of these teams, it's just crazy how so many teams are just doing absolutely nothing. And the Braves have a lot of cold hitters in their lineup, uh, but we know that they're going to turn it around. You know, there's just the Yankees, another team. I mean, I hope they don't, but they should. Uh, the Mets can't hit. Like, there's just so many teams right now that are just playing awful offensive baseball. There's a lot of bad hitting out there right now. I mean, it's crazy too when you sit there. And you and you look at like just the the, the batting averages in general um, for a number of these starters. Yeah, I'm gonna go. They're to all my, my labor team, by the way, dude. It's crazy. So I dude, they're, they're they're all my FSGA team too, dude. It's crazy. I have seven teams this year with Fab. They're all doing well except labor, and it is fucking embarrassing how bad it is, bro. Like I I I didn't even check for days until yesterday, Fab, and I'm like, oh shit, I gained eight nine points. I moved up to forty two points. It's really yeah, well. I think I discussed the last week. Okay, the team who's in first has a thousand sixty at bats. I have nine oh four. Yeah. How? I mean, like, I cannot. You can't compete with that. He's got thirty one more at bats, dude. He's got thirty one more home runs than me and seventy three RBIs more than me. Like, and my average is two twenty. Like, I'm already buried. But as I've said and I preached, I'm not giving up. It's a weekly league. I made my waiver wire moves last night. I just, I, you know, I got screwed Yelich being out a week and he was in the lineup last week. Soto. Soto, I think played Monday and then went on the injured list. So he's in my lineup the whole week. Cause this is labor weekly league. This is not like the NFBC where you could change it on Friday. Uh, Dansby Swanson is not hitting. Uh, Aaron Hicks is not hitting. Nick Senzel is not hitting. Lotus Goriel is not hitting. Keston Hura is not hitting. I finally benched him this week. So he'll hit five home runs. Um, Victor Robles is not hitting. And I benched him this week cause he has five games. So, I just got a bunch of players that are just doing absolutely nothing. And then even saves, I'm screwed. Like, I think I have like four. You know, I got a Rafael Dolis and 
actually shit. I only started one closer this week because I went load up on some two starts. But yeah, it's it's just bad. And you know, I looked and the team at first, no injuries on offense, none, not one. I mean, that's where the luck part comes into play. You could say, oh, well, you you suck. You drafted bad players. Maybe I'll come back to it. And, you know, I like these guys and it's still, we're not still not through April. Maybe all of them suck. And I'll have to reevaluate that at the end of the year. But I don't expect all these guys to suck all year. Um, yeah, Kesson here, uh, <laughs> here, here, I should have seen coming though, because I drafted him in two early leagues and backed off. I drafted him in TGFBI and that team is top three. It's hovering between first, second, and third. So even with him on that team, it's still okay. And then in this one, and th- so those were two drafts in March. And then after that, I didn't draft him. I started to say, you know what? The strikeout rate's way too high. He's going too high. And, um, you know, I backed off, but it, it wasn't late enough because I still have him in two leagues. And, and it, it really hurts because in a 15 team, you really can't bet him. There's just not a lot of options. You're going to go out there at middle infield. Now in the 12, I finally did it this week. I had enough. I'm like, all right. I picked up Jesus Aguiar, moved him to corner, moved Cronenworth to second. Cronenworth's another guy. He's running. He's okay, but no power. So um, I just, I'm just not used to this. Seeing a team in last place in April, I mean, I, I and realistically, it's like, I don't know if I can win this league now. I'm not saying I'm raving and saying it's over, but like, I'm bar- like, I'm buried, bro. Like <laughs> 22 home runs, 22 home runs. Yeah. And like teams have 150 more bats than me. So I'll just keep plugging away, hope to at least move up. But yeah, it's tough when you get like in, in Yelich, Soto on the injury list, um, Rosenthal. I mean, Paxton, whatever. I should have known he was going to get hurt anyway. He was only like a buck. And uh, I did get Gavin Lux back, but I didn't get him back in the lineup for this week. So yeah, it's it's been rough, man. Um, it has definitely been rough. It's, it's pretty funny because what, what you're talking about right there is, um, exactly what's going on with my, uh, my FSGA team here. Like, I mean, it is unbelievable, like absolutely unbelievable. So, um, let's see, where did I, I lost, I think I lost, yeah, I lost Rosenthal. Uh, early on, but but I mean, listen to the the, the players on this team here. Um, you know, Sean Murphy behind the plate. Not I have him shit. on that team too. Yeah, I have him right. on that team too. Freddie Freeman, Mike Mustakis, who I just got back. Glaber Torres. Well, wait, Mustakis is tomorrow. He's not in the lineup tonight. No, no, no. He's he should be coming back. Uh, they said right. early this week. Right, right. So I'm getting him back. I'm getting them back this week and it's weekly lineup moves here. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's what it's, it's use him or use fucking Josh Rojas again. Right. It's like, nah, brah. So Freeman, Mustakis, Gliber Torres, Jose Ramirez, Gavin Lux, who just coming off the DL now, the IL, uh, Brantley Springer, who's supposed to come back tomorrow. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, <laughs> like I'm like this team is just I mean it was just unbelievable how it was just kind of getting I was just getting crushed with the injuries. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Framber Valdez. I had I drafted him originally. I mean, oh, this has been this has been atrocious. But you know, but here's the thing though: is like you know, it's like you said, you just moved up into like first place because of of the surge that you're on. Have you seen the list of players who are 
coming back off the IL this just this week. Just yeah, this Rend- week. Rendon came back tonight. Mustakis, Gavin yep. Lux. Yep. Altuve, yeah, Kettle Marte. Wait, is Marte's coming back this week? I believe Kettle Marte is supposed to come back this week. I have seen no updates on him, so I missed that one. I got to check that out because I have seen no updates on him at all. What did I see? Uh, live BP on Wednesday. Oh, okay. That was that was last week. Resume some baseball activity. It's not yet. He's no. He's not returning to game action yet. Or this. I mean, this is an old update. This update's a week old here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be back this week. I do have him in one league. My last draft, I took him. Lance Lynn's going to be starting on Friday yes. against the uh, the the tribe. Yeah, I put him in all my lineups this week. Well, Joaquin, I have him in two weeks. Joaquin Soria is coming back. Christian Walker, Austin Nola. And, the, the you know, like the whole reason, I mean, I wrote this, you know, on, on Buzz Cuts today. I, I wrote about it because, you know, all of these guys are coming back right now. And one of the things that you really need to do is, you know, everybody's getting these players back. They're going to have to make cuts off of their roster. I mean, you know, if these are if these are people who like, let's say the George Springer owner has been riding Akil Badu, um, you know, let's say he has to, you know, drop a guy who's, you know, not performing and, you know, like all of a sudden he's got to, you know, he's got to make room on his roster uh, for this. So you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of guys drop this week. Um, you know, you probably have to go back and look at what the fab reports are for, you know, who got dropped this past week. And then this weekend, you know, you're going to have to start looking at a number of guys because you're going to end up seeing some names on the waiver wire that you really weren't expecting, might not even be looking for. It's possible. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, it depends on what they had in their lineup or what the replacements were, but it's certainly possible if, People had multiple injuries and picked up some replacement players. You should always look at the drop list anyway. It's always surprising. I mean, Rafael Montero was dropped last week in town. I put in a bid on him because I need a closer, but I didn't get him. Um, so, yeah, you're, there's always sometimes some surprises. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. Um, I'm trying to think of what else going on here. Well, Tani already gave up a three-run homer. Oh, balls. Come on, man. Nate, Did he really? Nate Lowe with a three-run homer. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I always feel great when Otani's in my uh, in my utility spot. Then you put him in for pitching, and it's like, you know. Yeah, and then next week he has a two-star. Probably going to have a two-star week. Um, they play seven days, so but then we'll see what happens with today's outing, and you never know. Oh, his blisters bothering him again. He's not going to pitch. So, uh, I I drafted him as a pitcher in TGFPI because it was round fifteen, and I cannot use him in the utility because I got JD Martinez, man. So it sucks. I am waiting for JD Martinez to get that outfield eligibility, but it's ten games in that NFBC format, which is the TGFPI platform, and. Uh, J.D. Martinez, I looked ahead, and he should play the outfield this week, Tuesday and Wednesday against the Mets because it's at City Field, so I'm assuming he'll be in the outfield for both games. He played the outfield yesterday. So I believe he's up to, is it three or four games now in the outfield? I think it is four. 
He's played four, started three. <laughs> so he'll, he should get six this week. And then they're in Philadelphia right around Memorial Day weekend. So if he could somehow get one or two in the American League parks after the city field and then play all three in Philly, possibly by the end of May, he'll have outfield eligibility. Which would certainly make things a lot easier on the lineups. I have that too, man. I'm like sitting there with like the extra utility spot, just like, come on, can't somebody just get like, you know, play the outfield a little bit more, get that average, you know, get that, get that eligibility. It's been brutal. Like, you know, it's so funny too, because, you know, I've never been like, you know, when it comes to like the utility spot and people are, you know, people used to piss and moan all the time. I would draft David Ortiz. Right. And I'm like, Listen, I don't give a fuck that he's utility only. I, I know my utility spot's giving me 40 home runs every year, right? And, you know, so, yeah, I lose the uh, the flexibility of it. Um, and then, you know, obviously, then I, that I didn't do it for a while where I wasn't jamming up my utility spot. And, uh, and now that I'm sitting here this year and there's like, you know, guys like J.D. Martinez and uh, Jordan Alvarez and Shohei Otani, who I have shares of around the you know around the block there and i'm like fuck man it's really jamming me up with my uh my utility spot now well this year it's worse than ever because stanton's utility and jordan alvarez and elsa cruz so there's a lot more players so that's yeah. why it's a problem this year um again it depends on your format because like in tout jd martinez was outfield eligible so i and obp so i drafted him a little bit earlier than his adp because i was pretty high on him it took him in round four I know people probably like, what the fuck is he doing? But playing the format. And so the OBP helped him. Uh, the outfield eligibility helped him. And I just felt like last year was just a fluke. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, not being able to look at the video in between at-bats was a big deal for him. And he, he also said he, said he wasn't said ready. He said he wasn't ready for the start. I, I Look, I can understand that. Like, you're just sitting around. You're sitting around. Oh, are we going to play? Are we going to play? All right, yeah, be there in two weeks. And it's like, what? Um, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, you're supposed to be ready. It's your job. But last year was just a crazy year, man, that just not everyone responded the same. And we clearly saw that in some of the numbers. Yeah, Are you kidding me? The Yankees have one hit in five innings against Matt Harvey. Jeez, man. I know, right? Dude, what is going on? I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's brutal. It, it hurts me. Uh, it hurts to see. Because it's Matt Harvey or... Both because it's Matt Harvey and because the Yankees aren't hitting. And you know what? Throw a third on there, dude. You know Sandro Anello loves Matt Harvey. Why does he love him? Uh, because he just because that's what Sandro does. Well, Sandro I know does. he takes the obscure. Yeah, like, he takes the obscure. It. Yeah, yeah, guy. And so Matt Harvey is his boy, harvester oh. of K's. Yeah, he took the overprop again today. It's been low. I know. Oh that. my god! Look at and you know what? As I'm as I'm saying this to you, he fucking tweets at me. <laughs> over four, like he's not even hearing us talk about him. He writes over four and a half Ks for the harvester with like a little money bag sign, and he's got this fucking picture of Matt Harvey's head on some farmer driving a tractor. Matt, the harvester of Ks, Harvey. Like as if to illustrate my point right now on how much it like grinds my gears because of this. Yeah, Sandro has to fucking Yeah. This uh Otani pitching experiment is not going well today. Oh 
Dear Lord. Two walks, a hit batter, a wild pitch, a home run, two hits, three runs, man. This uh, Just 20, take him out. Dude, take 20, him out. 21 pitches, six for strikes. Oh, take him out. Please. Please, for the love of my ratios. But then he can't hit no more. I, I'm okay. I'm okay <laughs> with him not being able to hit because uh, I'm not getting his... I'm not getting his stats right. for hitting anyway right now. He's yeah, active I, as a pitcher. I actually used him too in TGFBI. Uh, I didn't use him last week. Oh, man. It's not good. What a fucking horror show, dude. It is. That is just how much is this costing me in this league? Oh, yeah. See, I like I dropped down to third place now. Motherfucker. Damn it, man. Fucking Otani. Son of a bitch. Damn it. And for the record, I would say that about any pitcher. It has nothing to do with Otani um, and race. <laughs> it's crazy that we even have to. Even have to that we that. have to qualify that, dude. You know what, man? Like, <laughs> it's really kind of funny. Um, you know who Bill Burr is, right? Oh, I love him. Yeah. I've been watching a lot. Like I knew who he was, you know, but I never like really sat and, and watched his stand up. And I had a conversation with somebody about the infamous Philadelphia show, which kind of was one of the things that put Bill Burr on the map. I don't know if you know this. It was like some some, you know, comedy tour that they were on. Uh, and they were down in the uh, the the Tweeter Center in Camden, New Jersey, right? You know the venue. Uh, what is it called? I know. The, well, I mean, it's now called the E Center. It's in Camden, New Jersey. Okay. Um, it's just, it's an outdoor amphitheater in South Jersey, right across the bridge, the Ben Franklin Bridge, uh, to Philly. So I've been to a ton of fish shows over there. So this is where this this thing is going on. And the crowd is just miserable. And they're like, they're booing people. And it's just like a horror show, like a horror show. And so Bill Burr comes out there and he just lays into the crowd and Philly and everything like that for his full 15 minute set. And like, I mean, like, you know, telling him to suck his fucking dick. I hope you all get you know, get cancer. I hope you all die. Yeah, you know, but he's like, but he's like, he's doing all of that, but then he's like mixing in different things with Philly. You know, he's like making fun of the fact that Joe Lewis is or Joe Frazier is from the Philadelphia area. But what do they do? They're so fucking stupid that they like they erect a statue of Rocky, right? Because they couldn't celebrate the, you know, the and I'm listening to 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 Bill Burr's comedy, and I mean it's it's you know, it's hysterical. And I'm like, you know, that dude's like, you know, making a, a, a great living off of so many of my hateful rants that I've thrown out in my life. Like just like, like talking about how much I hate people and stuff like that. And I'm like, I just and so now it's like, man, I think I'm, I'm dangerously close, Adam, to watching too much Bill Burr and and about to bring everybody a, a talk show that involves alcohol have you seen a lot of his stand-ups on netflix there's there's several on there i he's have actually yeah. yes yeah nah he's awesome he's one of my favorites he was in the Chappelle show too yep 
Oh, dude, the Twitter rabbit hole, uh, the 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 YouTube rabbit hole is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. You know, watching him like you know guest spots on on talk shows and and this and that, and I'm like, man, like you know, and and then you know he does it like all in the face of of the whole, um, you know, cancel culture kind of thing. And uh, and I'm like, man, like he's just he's out there. He's just fucking speaking his mind. He's doing his shit. And it's funny as all hell. And, you know, I'm like, damn, this is this is dangerous. So I don't remember what the point of it was. But there you You're go. Slamming Otani. Oh, yeah, I was. It was slamming Otani. He got out of the To make sure that up. nobody thought that I was doing it because he's Asian. He got out of the inning, but allowed four runs. Get him out of the fucking game, dude. Get him out of the game. He's have scored a run. (gasps) Corbin Burns has yet to allow a walk in the fourth inning. That's amazing. He has not issued one walk this season. Corbin Burns. Oh, no, I know, right? That was sick. I mean, he could get through. Wait, does he have it once? If he doesn't walk tonight, allow a walk tonight, he'll get through April without allowing a walk. Yeah, because his next his numbers, first. his numbers are are insane, and you know, in the whole, and I took you know, I took the the strikeout props for Burns and for Trevor Rogers. Um, I mean, shit, look at this. It's it's the fourth inning. Not a run has come in. Rogers only has three Ks. Burns has six Ks. But they're both on pace, hopefully to to nail the over on their strikeout props. What was Burns is nine and a half. Burns was nine and a half, and uh, and Trevor Rogers was seven and a half. Okay, yeah, Trevor's given up four hits. So Burns is at forty five pitches with one out in the fourth. Very efficient as well. I mean, the Marlins are just terrible offensively, though. They are, but hey, Jazz Chisholm's got two stolen bases tonight already. Yeah, I saw that. Gotta love it, baby. Gotta love it. And I actually said his name properly. I didn't say Chaz Jism. <laughs> That's coming at some point. Oh, but I'm There you go. I, I seven, see what you did there. Huh? Seven, yeah, exactly. <laughs> seven Ks for Burns. Seven Ks for Burns. My goodness, man. He's Good. like, oh, yeah, you want to give Jacob the ground the Cy Young? Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold my beer. But then... I, you know, again, the big question with him is the innings, which is why I think some people were reluctant to take him where they did. You know, he was going in the fourth, fifth round of the 15 team league drafts, and he only had 59 and two thirds innings last year, 49 the year before, and 38 in 2018. So people were like, well, how many innings is he going to get? Because um, I had Burns on a lot of teams last year, but it was easy to take him. He was a reserve round pick, late round pick. You know, I remember doing the the NFBC auction uh, in March and took Burns in the reserve round. Him and Freddie Peralta in the reserve round. Well, aren't you just king shit of the brutal no, pitchers? I, I'm not because the, the league didn't fucking play out. So it, it was wasted. I mean, oh, I did get him in a couple. Out. I did get him on a couple other leagues. But um, yeah, I mean, but that's the point is like, so when a guy's that cheap, you take him like Trevor Rogers. I got a lot of Trevor Rogers this year. If he if he stays at this pace all year, his price going skyrocket last year. You can't get him in as many leagues. I only have Burns in one league, priced out. You can't get him when he's that high. 
So oh, it's it's horrible when the hype machine jumps on a guy like that. Oh yeah. my god. But you know, you're seeing why now. I mean, he's pitching at a, an insane level. We all know that it's his strand his left on base percentage is hundred <laughs> percent. He's left every <laughs> runner stranded. Um, but honestly, though, oh my God, the underlying metrics are actually pretty good. His expected ERA is one. His xFIP is one point two five. His FIP is zero point seven one. So maybe he can keep this up, right? Well, oh, maybe he can't keep this up, and then who gives a shit? Like, I mean, here's the funny thing: is that I mean, if he's only going to throw what a hundred, hundred and twenty innings, right? If that's the case, I mean, his still his K per nine is fifteen. Yeah, so you're I mean, still you're I, getting you're still getting better strikeout totals off of Burns than you are off of some fucking guy who's gonna you know strike out per inning, uh you know who's got a, a nine K per nine, um, you know and throwing 180 innings. I, I think he could get to 150. I mean, the thing is, if he's healthy, what are the Brewers gonna do? They're not gonna pull him. I mean, the Brewers are 13 and eight. They're gonna be contending for a division title. That division sucks. Um, I picked the Brewers to win that division before the year because I love their pitching. Their offense has been you know, pretty bad, obviously, with no Christian Yelich. Um, but like the Cardinals are fine. The Pirates, we know, are not going to keep this up. The Cubs, I still don't buy. And the Reds, I mean, so this division's wide open. And when you have Burns, Peralta, Woodruff, and the hater at the back end of the bullpen, you're going you're gonna to be in contention because their offense has been abysmal. And they're 13-8. and eight. Because they're getting good pitching. Like yesterday, you know, Woodruff only went six, but didn't give up a run. He left when it was one nothing, and they they went six nothing. So I don't see how like you're contending for a division title, and you're like, well, we got to back off. You know, he's at 120 innings now. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Um, no, listen, as long as they're contending, then you, you, you have to push them a little bit. I mean, maybe you skip a start here and there, but I mean, you really, I mean, if you're contending and you, and you know, it's, it's a, you know, I mean, that's just it. I mean, I, I get it. You don't want to like ruin the guy's career. You don't want to ruin him for life. You'll figure out a ways to do it. But if you can, you know, if you can get 160 out of him, you know, you, you got to try if it means winning. You know, I mean, listen, yeah. you don't know. I mean, I've got the I've got the Cardinals. I think it's like plus one oh five at the Cardinals to win the um the central division there. But you know, we'll see. Cardinals, Brewers. Um yeah, I don't buy the Cubs either. Cubs are shit. Pittsburgh is shit. Um I thought I mean the Reds Oh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. What the hell, man? I don't know, man. Yeah, they've they gone into the tank a little bit. They need Sonny Gray to turn it around. I mean, Molly's been good. Um, their bullpen's been terrible. I mean, Amir Garrett is ugh. he was dropped, I think, in some leagues yesterday. Really? I you yeah. know, I was like, I was sitting there, I had to make some moves, and I actually debated dropping Amir Garrett. He's he's my third closer, but I'm like, man, I just don't feel comfortable with that. Oh, Burns gave up a run, dude. Corey Uh-oh. Dickerson with an RBI double scores Luis Ag- uh, Jose Aguilar, Jesus Aguilar. Ah, yes. Great. So you got a run scored at Burns' expense. Well, I have more Trevor Rogers than Burns, so I prefer a Trevor Rogers win. I, uh, You know what? I also have the fucking under in this game. The under was six and a half. Okay. Well, he got out of the inning with only one run. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't be scared. Don't be scared, kid. It's okay. Oh, Swanson at home run today? Good. See, that's another guy. Oh, Here right. comes my labor team, baby. Here we go. Uh, I think I just up. put fucking Swanson on my bench in TGFBI. Oh, you did? I think so. Come on, See, man. That, and that's the exact problem, what I talked about before with Justin Hurt. You put these guys on the bench and they go off. You such know, it's it's so tough. Bullshit. Such bullshit. It happens every time. Every, every time. time. Like, oh, you know what? He's hitting 180. Uh, he's got to show me something. And then he shows you something on the bench. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, it works. It works almost as much as the uh, as the revenge game narrative, Adam. That's true. Yeah, which is uh, you know very popular. Very, very popular. Which league did I put him? It was, I think it was TGFBI. I put him on the goddamn bench. You son of a bitch. You bastard. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, dude, you want a team that's bad. My barf league is, oh my God, that's atrocious. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's a team that's gone out to die. Lindor sucks. Goldschmidt, done with him. Will Smith doesn't play. Mookie is, you know, whatevs. Guriel doesn't hit at all. Clint Frazier doesn't know how to hit. Brian Hayes is hurt. Lizardo sucks. Snell sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just quit. There's always 2022. Would you uh, would you still talk to me if I uh, if I just quit this league? No, you can't quit. Okay, fine. I won't. All right, man. Well, now I'm just depressing myself here. I'm gonna go do my MLB sweats. What am I? They uh, got the under on this one. I got strikeout props galore. Oh, look at that. I had the, the the twins money line. How do they how'd fucking Cleveland tie it up? Well, apparently. I oh, saw Jose that. Ramirez. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, did you see what happened here? Um, Rocco Baldelli yep. fucked up. Yeah, he, he wanted did. to leave Barrios in. And uh, they already had a visit earlier in the inning. So he had to take him out in the sixth. And Robles came over, came in. Yeah. Yeah, no bueno there. I mean, Barrios had let up two runs there as well. So, but yeah, no, this is a this is a late inning. Jose Ramirez, I was just bashing him on my FSGA team, and he hits that home run there. So, thanks, man. It's the best. It's the best. Ay ay ay. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go sweat my bets, man, and uh, and watch some baseball. Hopefully do it all before the wife gets home. <laughs> Dude, I totally picked a fight with her yesterday so I could watch the Dodgers uh Padres game. Hey, it's worked before, right? It, it, it worked. Listen, that works every time. That works every time. And you know what was even better? I'll tell you what. It was even better as I sat there, I was watching the game when the game was over. I went inside and I apologized. Like I apologized not for not for starting the fight because that was intentional, but I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I might've been wrong. Maybe I I'm reading the situation wrong. So, uh, so I'm, I'm really sorry. And I, I know, I know 
didn't mean to raise my voice to you. And she was like, totally cool. And the next thing I know, she just busted out like this, like dessert that she picked up at the bakery. So I got the best of both worlds there. How about that one? It does work. <laughs> By the way, Otani, a two-run double. <laughs> and it doesn't Trout, matter! And then Trout is two for two with a ribby. That game is tied at four. Just like that. Unbelievable. Who does he think he is? Jacob DeGrom? <laughs> you know, DeGrom has two multiple hit games this year. He has a hit in every Oh, my start. God. If I have one more fucking loser Met fan tell me that DeGrom has more... Uh, RBI than he does earn runs. I didn't say that. I'm all saying said, if all if, I said was warning you, just saying that Otani thinks he's Degrom now. Trevor Rogers five Ks. <laughs> you Met fans are so fucking funny. Oh. I got it to back. Dude, you love back Jacob Degrom. You were fucking kissing his I ass. Know, in the beginning I know. I know. I'm just. I'm talking. Oh, stolen base for Miles Straw, everybody. Miles Straw. Um, no, I was, I was, I was talking. Somebody. Oh, Anthony Aniano on on Facebook posted something, and he was like, you know, Jacob Degrom, arguably the best pitcher in the game. And it's like, who's arguing against Jacob Degrom being the best pitcher in the game? And he's like, oh well, you know, so some Yankee fans would be like, you know. That and I was like, no, dude. Like any Yankee fan who isn't who's who's saying that Degrom isn't the best pitcher in baseball is not even worth having the conversation with. So take your inferiority complex and stop projecting and everything like that. Accept the fact that you've got the best pitcher in the game right now and just enjoy it. Act like you've been there. You don't need to be like, oh, arguably, blah, 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 blah. and then all of a sudden, then all that shit floods in where it's like. Now, the, you know, then Mets fans sound fucking stupid when they're like, oh, he's got more, more RBI than he does earn runs this year. He's fucking great. He's MVP fucking people. And you're just like, man, this is why people hate the Mets because of their fan base. Wait, yeah, okay. Do you really think there's Yankee fans out there that aren't saying Cole's better than DeGrom? Do you get? Do you remember? There's a lot of dumb people in this world. We've had this conversation. None so that I'm like, talking to. There is not a single Yankee fan who I have spoken to who would even remotely say to me that Garrett Cole is better than Jacob Degrom. There's there, no, none of them have ever said that to me. And I talk to Yankee fans all the time. There's, but you got to remember, there's some people who aren't that smart. And well, I don't fucking that. talk to idiots, man. Why would you? I'm not saying me. I'm saying that there are people out there, though. Well, if Anthony Aniano is is talking to fucking stupid idiots like that, then he needs to increase the the level, the caliber of like his friends and associates. Anthony Aniano is one is a, a phenomenal dude. I love Anthony Aniano, but I mean, if he's like engaging in conversation with idiots who are like, Derek Cole is better than Jacob Degrom. Like, if he's talking to people like that. Man, dude, I'd, I'd just sooner shove a fucking ice pick in my ear. All right, well, good luck with that. But don't tell me, don't tell me that he's got more RBI than he's got earned runs. But if it's a fact, people can say it. <laughs> See, right? there you go. You're <laughs> such a bet fan. It has nothing to do it's with the match. It's what it says. All right, so I was praising Corbin Burns for not issuing a walk. 
I mean, I don't know. What if I, I don't know. Does Corbin Burns have a hit this year? Oh, yeah, he does. Corbin Burns has more hits than earned runs this year. Now you're fishing for it. But like, if you heard a Brewers fan say Corbin Burns has more hits than he's given up or or more hits than he's allowed earned runs, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Dude, it's small sample stats. This like, I don't, there's not wrong with it. DeGrom has six hits on the season. It's more than fucking some of the Yankee players. Yeah, I, I and I get that. Right. So Pete, you're going to hear all types of stats. There's not wrong with it. I don't know why you get you, why you getting so upset over this shit. It's a fact. <laughs> It'll go because away. It's a stupid because it's a stupid stat to quote. It is. Well, any stat that you go with now, you can say a lot of them are dumb because we're dealing with the three weeks of the season. Um, you know what? I mean, it, I can pitchers don't I can talk pitchers, about. I can talk about a guy's performance. You no, cannot. No. The pitchers I, don't hit, bro. So that's I, why it stands out. Yeah, I, I, and I get that, and I and I and I understand what you're saying. It's just it's a stupid stat, and I, you know, I mean, there there are a billion other stats that you can sit there and you can focus on about the fact that he's a great pitcher. But throwing in the fact that now all of a sudden he's got, you know, more RBI, that's just a stupid stat because that's not that that is that's a small that's a very small sample size stat. And people who cherry pick little small sample size stats like that are fucking stupid. All right. He has at least 15 strikeouts in three consecutive games. Is that better? I love that. Okay. At least 14, you mean. Right. Yeah. Well, you said 15. So right, because he had 15 the last game. I mean, if you're going to start head. spewing facts at me, Adam, you got to get them accurate. Okay. <laughs> I just want to love your pitcher. Why won't you guys let me love your pitcher without throwing stupid shit at me? Because um, there's just so many great stats to throw out there with him. So that's why. <laughs> 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 and the Mets don't score, so he's got a hit. So we have to highlight it when he gets those hits. Oh, man. If there's ever a guy who, like, usually always has to come to his own fucking defense, that's just, that's pathetic. That that bums me out. Actually. And Otani, but Otani's responsible for giving up four, so he gets no sympathy today. <laughs> yeah, Otani better hit three home yeah, runs just to better, make up for it. He better start launching some balls over the fence. Fuck a two run double. <laughs> you piece of shit. They're fucking Homer and not lose this game. Dude, he's not going past the third inning the way that first went. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he settled down. <laughs> he's like, ah, fuck this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on my hitting. Yeah, you really should. You really should. He, he might should. get to that point. He's going to like fake the injuries. Like, oh, my arm. Oh, must be that partially torn UCL. I can oh. still hit, though. Yeah. I'm fine at the plate. Don't worry about me. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, this Cubs-Atlanta game is getting out of control. It's 5-5 now over there. Jeez Louise. You know what? I just need to focus on one fucking game. Pick a, I'm going to just sit there. And I'm going to focus on one game. I'm just going to watch this Miami-Milwaukee game. Probably because I'm the most heavily invested on this. Six strikeouts for Trevor Rogers, dude. That's a good pitching duel. Eight strikeouts for, for Corbin Burns. Wow, Roberto Perez is stolen base. Yeah, I'm a catcher. Love it. You got a stolen base out of Roberto Perez? Yep. That shit's like gold, right? 
Do you mm-hmm. like when, when something like that happens? You're just like, that's just gravy. There's well, no actually, I have real mutal and Perez and GST, so I might get a decent amount of steals from my catcher. And I, I didn't want real mutal, but he fell, and I'm like, uh, okay, I'll take him. How far did he fall? It was uh, around six or seven in a 15 team oh, league. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I just was like, all right, I, I, he's falling too far. I'll take him here. It's not, I would never take him in the fourth or fifth or third. But at that point, I'm like, all right, I'll take him. Yeah. I mean, Romuto falling to the seventh, even if, you know, especially in a two catcher league, too. Mm hmm. That's, uh, wow. McKinney made a great catch. Ooh. I think I just picked him up actually. I did too. In, um, I think two. Two leagues or one? I think two. But I don't know if I started him. Had a couple lefties. I did not start him. I did not. I was just like, you know, it was a little depth. Home league. I just, oh, man, dude, did I make a fucking trade? (laughs) This dude traded me. You know, he's got nobody in the alpha. Like his, his, you know, like his... His third best outfield, we start five outfielders. His third best outfielder is uh, Adolis Garcia, right? That's, I mean, you know, while Garcia's numbers on the surface look fine, this dude's not going to, you know, do anything this year. So I offered him, I was like, I'll just do a two for one for you, you know, pick from these outfielders and uh, and give me Will Myers. And he ended up taking... um, Michael Taylor, Michael A. Taylor, and uh, Taylor Trammell. Okay, yeah, it's nice. Right? I was like, yeah, dude. I, was like, I, I, was, I said to him, I was like, you sure you don't want Badoo? Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I, I can give him to you if, if, if you want, if you're looking. I, I, Dylan Moore also was, was part of that group. I offered, he was like, take any two of these guys. And it was Michael A. Taylor, Taylor Trammell, um, Dylan Moore, Akil Badu, and Josh Rojas. And I was like, yeah, I mean, listen, nobody's batting average is any good, but these guys are all playing right now. And, you know, you need to accrue at bats. You can't sit there with two holes in your outfield, you know, and not, you know, have it. You know, you're just not going to, you're never, you're never going to get anywhere. Like you just said, you know, with uh, with your labor team, right? You're you're a hundred at bats shy of what the leader has, has right? One sixty. Long you go without at bats? What's that? Yeah, one sixty, bro. It's even worse. <laughs> oh, one sixty. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, I was just like I said to him, like take take two of these guys. I'll take uh, Will Myers, and he fucking bit at it. I was like, yes. So Corbin Myers surges up to nine Ks. He has now struck out 49 on the season without allowing walk. And the record is 51 by Kenley Jansen, which is a reliever. So that's, that's crazy, man. I mean, oh boy, people have burns right now. Yeah, I, um, I don't have them anywhere. Yeah, I just have them in one league. I almost took him in this uh, in this in this home league, and I kept saying I was like, you know, I, I was like I, I I should just take Burns here, but I didn't I didn't need him because I had, you know, I had grabbed two starters in the first um, in like the first four four or five rounds, and Burns was still sitting there in like the sixth and seventh round. I was like, fuck, I gotta 
you know, do I go after it? Do I make that move? But I mean, the the pitching staff here. Oh, I've I've I had Bauer and Glasnow as my uh, as my top two. I had McCullers, Luzardo, um, Shohei Otani at the time was uh, was an option. So I mean, I had like good solid pitching. I was like, ah man, I was like, I gotta you know keep building up my hitting for this league, and uh, and I just kept passing on Burns. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. All right, I think that's a, a perfect place to end tonight's broadcast. I'm Tony so... only threw seven pitches in the second inning. Oh, it was a one, two, three inning? Uh, I saw a runner was on, so um, yeah. Oh, and they've taken the lead. Who homer for the Angels? Please tell me it was Rendon. No, it was not. Um, Mike Trout. It was Justin Upton. Hey, Justin Upton, look at you. I have I have him nowhere this year. I don't either. He's a guy that throughout his career I usually have on my teams. And I did see something towards the end of the spring. He was in great shape and everything, but I still did not get him. Yeah. And and you could have had him for nothing, too, right? 25th yeah, he's, round, 26th he's got round. five homers and 12 herbies, man. It's crazy. Better That's than fun. a lot of my fucking players. Tell but you know what? what? Like you would have had him, you would have gotten him, and then you would have been fucking psyched about it. And then all of a sudden, the calendar flips to May, and he's got a hamstring issue. Eh, well, I mean, everyone does now, so can't get mad at the older guy. I can get mad at anybody I want. I need two more strikeouts out of Rogers, one more strikeout out of Burns, and uh, yeah, I'll hit both those props. Feeling groovy. Feeling groovy. All right. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. I think we, we we had some sort of a productive conversation at one point, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. What did we talk about? Oh, watching waivers. Yeah, a lot of things. There you go. All right. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> I hear my dog barking in the background. She's going bonkers over something. I better go see what's going on. So uh, on that note, big thanks to everybody for tuning in. Big thank you to Adam Ronis as always. I'm Howard Bender. This has been Anti Up, and we'll catch you next time.